Comrades, welcome to episode 19 of the Quamfi Show. Today we're going to have a look at a dying nobody. There's a scam warning. And uh, today was the day he was supposed to release the first portion of a, of a cache of information. Um, let's, uh, let's see how that went. Uh, the SEC is, uh, is taking step to enforce crypto more. We're going to look at that news bulletin. SDX, SDX. Sorry, SYX, so six, um, has a new partner called Daura. Um, there was some news on that. It's a little bit um, a couple of weeks ago that it was finalized. Um, came to our attention today. So we're going to have a look at that since they are also quant partners. That's SDX, not Daura. Daura now too. Um, and there's some news from Belgium. We have news regarding quant tweeting on a bunch of things that might be interesting, JPM and stuff. Also, uh, there was another thing and I forgot. The digital, no, not the digital euro, the euro stablecoin. Yeah, Circle. The circle. So, yeah, Circle's gonna have a stab at the, uh, I'm fucking with my screen and talking at the same time, shouldn't be doing that. Um, gonna have a stab at a euro as well. And they also have a bunch of exchanges already marked to get that, um, which is also really interesting. Yeah. It, it is hot. Tim and I both are a little bit cranky. Um, I'm feeling bullish due to all this. To me, it feels like there, there's, there, there's a lot coming. There's a lot going on. Um, well, let's just start with that I flipped some shit coins. I still had some Shiba Inu. I had some Merit Circle and I had some Ape Coin. And everything is obviously down 90% or more. And no. to me, yes. So I locked in those losses. And Even Ape. We ex- discussed Ape together. Yeah. And, the board. And, yeah. And I got QNT. So I have another 20 ish QNT. Added hey. to my uh, to my wallet, uh, that makes me probably like ninety nine point six percent QNT now, which is which is feels pretty good. And um, this is obviously not financial advice at all, um, but I'm feeling bullish as fuck. And and I tried explaining it to Tim, and it seems that I can't, and that's fine. Mm. <laughs> nah, I mean, uh, you are always bullish, so. <laughs> That's kind of a well. Oh. The feed, feedback told me that last Dutch episode we weren't that bullish at all. No, we in fact, uh, people told us it was kind of depressing. Well, I didn't mean to make it a depressing episode because, well, let's start with that. I uh, must admit, at least I admitted in the in the in the Dutch episode that I did sell a bit of my Q and T. I uh, Jarno uh, accused me for uh, scolded me for selling the bottom. <laughs> Not sure if not sure if it's the bottom. The thing is, um, to be completely honest with you, I was ninety nine percent in Q and T, even more, uh, less than one percent of my net worth uh, was in fiat, and I wasn't sleeping so well with that. Not, not because I not because I think that crypto is going to zero, but just because it's not giving me peace of mind to be ninety nine percent in something and just seeing it. Um, going back to levels where you started DCAing in. 
that's not very very good for my peace of mind. So I decided to take a little bit out. Um, so I sold. So I went back to uh, six to seven percent of my net worth being in fiat um, instead of one percent. So that means that I'm still over ninety percent in Q and T in total. Um, but it does give me a bit more of peace of mind. And um, what I simply did is that at some point around the fifty dollar mark. I uh, started uh, to um, kind of YOLO all my uh, remaining, uh, well, amounts on my bank account into crypto. And um, now we are back in this range. I was like, okay, probably I should just be taking back the amounts I just put in uh, as to not make a loss on that. Just have a little bit of spare money. In case things get worse, they might get worse. And if they don't, well... At the end of the day, it won't really matter. I think Jarna will buy an extra Lombo, and I can't have that. So <laughs> that's just how I feel about it. Yeah. Um, I, I, and, I and the thing is, oh, sorry. Oh, can, no, no. I, I wanted to add that I nuanced my opinion on that as well. It's, um, I mean, I, I, I gave Tim a little bit of shit for selling the bottom. Um, mm. I mean, he, he, he kind of did, but. Mental health is important. And if it helps you sleep, it helps you sleep. And even I last week had thoughts, okay, if, if, if we're going to take another 50 to 80% hit, which I do not see happening. But yeah, I said the same at 100 euros. So don't take my financial advice. Um, but but even, but I, I consider getting a job again. Yeah. I wouldn't actually work. I would just sell myself to the lowest bidder the corner of a street um, or something. Uh, just kidding again. But um, yeah, it actually crossed my mind. And and um, everybody has a, a, a kind of a breaking point. <clears throat> so, so I realized that I also have that. And um, I also realized that on the way up next time, <clears throat> I'm going to take some profits. And um, like, like Tim says, uh, and, and, and this sounds very nasty to some people and we don't want to brag, but um, 100 Q&T doesn't really necessarily make all that much difference with prices that, that are coming. I mean, if you have 500 or 600 or, or, or even more, um, taking profits could give a lot of peace of mind or even taking some losses. And even yeah. if you have less than that, um, if, if your health is, is potentially suffering or your relationship, um, something to consider. I become um, more and more susceptible to that. Yeah. But to be fair, I'm also thinking of buying back in again. So yeah, <laughs> uh, that's the thing, right? If it really drops further, I will be uh, going back to my 99% Q&T. That's, that's what I'm that's the quantity happen. show effect because that realization yeah, came exactly. after recording the episode. Like, damn, dude, I want to pull the trigger. I want to buy back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, right? I mean, I'm still greedy as hell, um, but I also need to think of my mental health. And I'm just seeing some very expensive months coming up. Uh, so I might as well just uh, be a little bit more safe in terms of what I have for my bank accounts. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, to, yeah. Well, it, it's it is. Uh, everyone would call me insane. My investing strategy. It's uh, it's all or nothing. It's literally lumbos or foot. Insane in the membrane. 
Insane yeah. in the brain. Yeah. No, okay. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just thought it might be wise to uh, de-risk a little bit. I did it at the worst possible moment. I admit that. Um, and that's the curse. That's the curse of Q and T because um, with every other crypto, I would have I would have taken profits. I did in the past, uh, but not with Q and T. I could yeah. perfectly sell Bitcoin without emotions at 60k. I could perfectly sell Polkadot without emotions at $40, and I did. I cannot sell Q&T without being, getting emotional and uh, doubting myself. I, I caught losses, and I took profits on, I think, at least 20 or 30 coins in the past. But everything went straight into Q&T. I never bought anything of 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 meaning of worth for myself or invested it in something else besides Q and T, which is really strange, because Q Q and T is kind of the end game for now, until the portfolio has a value that it's actually um, more smart to to begin diversifying. Absolutely. And and with diversifying, my first diversification will be buying a house. In uh, well, probably can't get a mortgage since I don't have a job, which is kind of interesting. Um, but getting a house, uh, real estate's always done well. Now we're also called costs because right now we're paying obviously for uh, for a mortgage. And those costs will then fall away so you have more money more space to do other stuff oh, well, let's uh, let's not get to that first let's get back to above 100 before we're gonna go that uh, road um anyway let's just get back into business with, with the general economy and and well i think we will see more bad weather but i do think that the stock market is always front running the actual stuff and that the crypto uh, well winter in which we are right now is front running the actual events it's really? always worse in, in crypto and in, in the markets than the actual situation and that works both ways when we speculate all the way up we are front running the actual events and we, when we are dooming and glooming all the way down we are also front running the actual events yeah right it can't get much worse than this, probably. Oh, it can get a hell of a lot worse. I saw, it can. I saw a message in another group. There, there's another lending platform, whatever. Celsius. No, 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 no. Another new, new one that that's that's looking to get destroyed. Three arrows capital failed to meet margin calls. Three arrows capital failed to meet demands from lenders to provide new funds. Fasten your seatbelt, guys, and open your shorts. I love how there are so many people coming out of the brushwood to fud everything that can be fudded right now. Yeah, it's, but you know, super annoying. Always be wary when the majority is bearish. Yes. Uh, the ma- majority is never right in the stock market. Yep. Scam warning. Over Scam warning. a dying nobody crypto That's... revelation. We, we, we tried Googling uh, a, a dying nobody. This is a dying nobody with a zero, which you see here, because a dying nobody with an O 
was suspended. Then he made a dying nobody two that we actually looked at in a Dutch episode. Uh, and that's also been removed. So they're all being removed. And we found this on Fully Crypto. And it reads, oh, a dying nobody, revelations, scammer serious. That kind of looks like our, uh, our title of the last video. Um, you guys know what it's about. Otherwise, uh, go to the previous video on uh, a dying nobody, savior or a scammer or a scammer or savior or something like that. Something like that. Um, this takes you through what, what is actually going on. I'm just going to read the headers. Telegram exploit supposedly allowed access. A dying nobody leak carries hallmarks of a scam. Um, and then you see a bunch of tweets. Um, what are the tweets? Almost took the a dying nobody threat seriously for a bit. A, why is target release? Classic marketing ploy. B, claims are too fantastical. Essentially claimed everything except cannibalism and bestiality. My vote, there's a hidden agenda here. Oh, that was also kind of our points. Um, quick reminder, it's the next tweet. Avoid downloading zip files from untrusted sources, obviously. Um, the dying nobody thing is a scam. Okay, well, that doesn't carry much water. Um, and then Telegram Messenger, Telegram themselves, obviously. An anonymous account made a baseless claim that they were able to access the contents of private group chats on Telegram. No such vulnerability has ever been found. This is likely a hoax with the intent to get users to download malware. Um, and that's also what we said. If there are so few people aware of this and Telegram hasn't come out to, um, to warn people or to at least notify people, um, the, the Telegram would want to get ahead of this if this were actually real. Um, if they had a backdoor and there, there was an exploit and there were actually caches downloaded and Telegram was notified as a dying nobody said they did, um, then Telegram would have wanted to get ahead of that, get ahead of the narrative and make sure that it comes out the way that they wanted it. Um, and that, that obviously didn't happen. Uh, dying nobody, nowhere to be found. Um, no, well, to be fair, it is the 16th. It's 2118 in Europe, CET. So technically, there's another 12 hours to go before Hawaii. No, I thought, no, no, no. I thought he was dropping it on the 15th of June. So he's already a day late. Oh, okay. At a dollar short. Okay. Yeah. Day late, dollar short. Dying nobody. Um, died a slow and uh, silent death. If, if there are any new um developments yeah then uh, then we'll let you know yeah that uh, no, yeah. was just a fun story last week uh, yeah this, yeah i i i was excited i got it it's it's one of the many stories in crypto that that lives like for two days and everyone has forgotten it and is somewhere else this market is <laughs> this space is moving at at, at the speed of light <laughs> we really literally. are literally i mean we, we already forgot what happened to Luna. <laughs> it literally went from being top 10 to zero. I mean, be, from being to, top 10 until just vanishing. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's talking about it anymore. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny how it works. So whenever something comes up on a dying nobody again, we're going to try and let, let us you know. know. L- yeah. Let us know as well, yeah. Um, so moving on uh, yeah. at the speed of Letter light. Insights. Letter insights. At SEC Gov has increased staff for crypto asset enforcement from 30 to 50 people. We take a quick look at how it has clamped down on centralized crypto lenders and their earn products. And earn in this case is capitalized with the, the E. Interesting. Um, so this came quote unquote across my desk today and I, I found this interesting. It's a dated May 3rd, which is quite old. Um, and the article reads, today, the Securities and Exchange Commission announced it is increasing the size of its crypto assets and cyber units from 30 to 50 people. It will use the additional resources to target securities infringements relating to token offerings, NFTs, exchanges, lending, DeFi, and stable coins. Quote, Crypto markets have exploded in recent years with retail investors bearing the brunt of abuses in this space, end quote, said Gurbir S. Grewal. And this Direc- happened. Oh, huh? Director of the SEC's Division of Enforcement. I'm going to finish this paragraph. Quote, the bolstered crypto asset and cyber unit will be at the forefront of protecting investors and ensuring fair and orderly markets in the face of these critical challenges. End quote, Tim. Yeah, sorry for interrupting you Mm. in good coffee show fashion. Mm. No, I was just thinking about it. (laughs) The SEC bumping up their team from 30 to 50 people. Uh, yeah. At a time that Luna used to, it was still uh, top ten. <laughs> I think they, they they need a little bit of more people after uh, that sh- that fiasco. Yeah, <laughs> they 50, saw it coming. Fifty people 50 is a, is a lot, dude. It, is it? For is cri- it for crypto? Crypto is tiny. It's it's a speck. You got to look at it market cap wise, in my opinion. Okay, we're under a trillion right now. Yeah, but um, I mean, every vertical is a hundred and thirty to three hundred trillions. What was it, something like that? Sure, sure. I mean, I mean, the total market cap of a company like Apple is like one trillion, I think, in dollars. So let's say Google, Apple, and Amazon would already be double the crypto market at the moment. Yeah. So yeah, if you if you look at at it from that perspective, um. Sure, uh, then, then crypto is small, uh, but crypto also has some, uh, uh, how would I say that? And um, what's the word? An, uh, Reputation? No, like, uh, damn, what's the word? I have a total blackout, but uh, um, okay, I, I know the word, my mind just can't keep up with stuff. Um, <sighs> Just the I fact have no clue where you go. No, no uh, I'm just trying to find a word. It's hot, guys. It's like 26 degrees Celsius up here. Uh, no, what I'm just trying to say is that it, it, when you look at the total crypto world, right? The total crypto, all the crypto projects on coin market cap. Yeah, that's uh, like 99. Yeah, 99 percent of them are scams. Yeah. So <laughs> when you look at that, at it 
through that perspective. Okay, uh, but the SEC is not is is not Interpol. They're not the police. No, right. but but they, but they do enforce financial markets. And when pretty much every crypto project you touch is a scam, you you you, you will need some capacity to do that, right? I mean, uh... the stuff that is being. I think the SEC mainly focuses on what's happening in Tradfi. Uh, yeah. where uh, things are regulated uh, and enter a space that, that aims to be non-regulated, uh, decentralized. I think regulators have a pretty hard time uh, trying to regulate that. What is, the, what is this worth? I have no clue what you're talking about. No. no. The SEC has 4,200 employees in, t- in 2018. Okay. So it, it reached 4,807 right now. So 50 for crypto. Yeah. I, th- I think that's... I think that's a lot. I don't know why. Feels yeah. like a lot. Oh, well. Anyway. Onevredig. Um, that, that's the word in Dutch. But what, what is it translated Unbalanced. To unbalanced completely yeah offset i think yeah um anyway big case the sec says it has brought more than 80 enforcement actions for fraud or unregistered token offerings and resulted in monetary relief quote-unquote of two billion an area uh sorry big cases include disproportional that's the word Sorry, you are now. Okay, that's okay. <clears throat> disproportional. Disproportional. It's completely disproportional. <laughs> I mean, I can finally talk English again. Sorry, guys. Uh, but if everything you touch in crypto is a scam, and you want to regulate that, you're going to need a team. Especially with people in governments who are always on, on, on paid leave. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to need some people actually doing some stuff. You can't just do the entire space with 30 people. Especially not after all the fiascos and, and, and investors losing all their money overnight. How many of the entities on CoinMarketCap can actually be audited? How many of those are on exchanges? Because those are the ones they can actually act upon. And that will actually narrow it down quite substantially because um, CMC and, and CoinGecko are cluttered with projects because of the pancake swaps of this world and the Uniswaps. And I think the overwhelming majority is is ERC20, BEP20, and uh, well, probably now also the, 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 the polygons and stuff for this world. But those are not going to be listed unless they're going to get significant traction so if if, 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 if you just scratch those of the repertoire um what, what's going to be left like like 1000 2000 maybe yeah and that, 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 that but that makes 50 people a lot because that that's only 200 projects each yeah and even then huh i mean I mean, there's there's a lot of work to do for sure, but I I I think 50 people, um, and eventually the conclusion is irrelevant. Sure. 
yeah. as is, but I think 50 people is a lot. I think that's, that, that, that's saying at least that they recognize that there's a problem and or that they are recognizing um, that there's something needed to be done. And they're actually bragging here, monetary relief, two billion. Uh, pretty cool. So the next paragraph reads, big cases include crypto lending, an area where the SEC has been particularly active in the centralized lending of cryptocurrency, the centralized lending of cryptocurrency. It took enforcement action against BlockFi lending, which agreed to change its quote unquote yields products into formal securities. The startup paid a 50 million fine to state regulators and another 50 million to the SEC. The other two big centralized leaders are Nexo, which no longer offers its earned products in the United States, and Celsius, which restricted access to its earned product to accredited investors three weeks ago. Plus, the SEC effectively blocked crypto exchange Coinbase from launching a similar offering. To date, it hasn't taken action against any of the major DeFi lending protocols. One of the highest profile legal cases against Ripple was launched by the outgoing SEC chair, Jay Clayton, and hence was inherited by current chair Gary Gensler. An issue is whether XRP is a security. A former SEC executive previously said that Ethereum is not a security, and this is one of the major issues in the case. A related mm -hmm. one is the degree of decentralization. For a long time, Ripple's ledger, on which its token XRP is issued, was relatively centralized, with Ripple controlling which servers on the network acted as validators. It moved to governance, sorry, it moved the governance to the XRP Ledger Foundation in late 2020, just months before the SEC filed its lawsuit. Okay, that's some interesting gravy. Um, yeah, so they're, they're going after the big boys now. Interesting mm -hmm. that they uh, blocked uh, Coinbase from, 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 from starting a, a, a lending protocol. But yeah, so the SEC is... Um, Making a name for itself, if that, uh, yeah. that's the right term. Um, interesting. But we'll just have to, have, to, have to see how this all develops. I think we're learning a, a little bit here that the degree of centralization and that also um, corresponds with what the senator said in the episode we had last week where we spoke about um, ancillaries or commodities. Closing a window, still talking. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they made that distinction as well, saying that Bitcoin and Ethereum are decentralized, whilst others are centralized, but they're going to be treated as commodities nonetheless, but then they have to um, go to the SEC twice a year for uh, having their books checked, stuff like that. Obviously, that was still also um, a, a draft, uh, for lack of a better word. Um, but it's interesting that this, this, I, I think this is interesting. Yeah, um, it is. Uh, isn't Gary Gensler, I'm not sure about this. I just popped up somewhere in a back room of my mind. Isn't there somewhere a video with Gary Gensler talking about interoperability or is it someone yeah. else? 
no, no, that, that, that. He, he was he was mentioning the 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 the, the, the need for interoperability, right? Yes. I'm not sure where he did that, but I'm pretty damn sure that there is a video out there from Gary Gensler somewhere in 2018, 2019, talking yeah, interop. It, it, it is some sort of government-looking building, maybe a courtroom or something like that, in my mind yeah. at least. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, so I, I'll, I'll so... look it up for you on Telegram. I'll, uh, cool. I'll do a bit of hunting. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So um, decentralization, the amount of decentralization is going to be um, most likely one of the bigger parts of future regulation, um, which is, um, yeah, like I said, I find it, I find it fascinating. It, 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 it seems as if all the, the shit that's being seen and being done across the space is being thrown into a funnel and that more and more stuff is coming out um, that, that, that people agree upon and that kind of makes sense and it now just needs to be sift down to to, to make it even more uh, more specific more concrete um, I, th- I think it, it, it might be rather quick that we're gonna get some sort of um, how do you say that some kind of bill that mm-hmm. The people are going to be needing to follow. That's going to be enforced in the future. Uh, we spoke of this last week as well. Like the, the real actual law is, is, is going to take years before that's going to be implemented and accepted, especially since it's international. But there could be bills or at least um, certain, I, I, I'm blanking on the word, um, but some provisional rules. Yeah. Um, same as yeah, and again, I gave this example the other time as well. Same as with COVID, um, that, that, that there was this like this kind of emergency uh, decision that for now we're going to do it like this, and 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 then eventually when when the law is is there, um, it, we're, we're going to look at, at it from, from from hindsight and we're going to adapt accordingly or something like that. Um, could very well be that we're going to. Go go that route, but again, mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, so what are we looking at here? We are looking at six, six digital exchange. This tweet reads: uh, Is the digital asset custody industry ready to grow up? If you missed the future of finance webinar, where Massimo Butti, head of equity at SDX, deep dived into the topic with industry leaders, you can now watch the recording, which is be found here i'll put the tweet in the description mm. I, I i brought this up here because um the future of finance obviously the catchphrase of quant and six is a quant partner yeah but it's but 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 it's not really and what i just brought up at the click of the mouse is a deleted tweet and most people notice this reads to become architects of the future we must first acknowledge that we are playing a fundamentally different competitive game with new rules compared to the one we played in the past more at six dot swiss url hashtag digital assets hashtag blockchain hashtag btc hashtag qnt Hashtag cryptocurrency, hashtag SDX. 
this tweet existed for eh, maybe 10 minutes and then it got taken down and it got reposted without the QNT and without the BTC, which is interesting. That in itself, like, yeah, maybe somebody was just too eager. But then I remember that happened and everyone was screenshotting it. Yes. Whenever somebody comes across stuff that looks too good to be true, always screenshot it. Especially if it's by Quant themselves. Crawl <laughs> <laughs> um, their web page. Yeah. And then this tweet popped up uh, like a couple of weeks, months later. This was from uh, June 28th. 8th 2021 it is a poll and it reads what do you think it will take for hashtag blockchain hashtag interoperability read our view here sdx.com slash blog slash interoperability let's discuss and it has three options option a a mindset change two tech advance like quant three not needed move on so yeah, 95% chose for tech advance like Quant, got 532 votes um, with 23 hours left to spare. This makes um, the other tweet a lot more juicy, a lot more believable. Um, this in itself just proves they are aware. They are aware that um, quant exists they are aware that quant does what it does and that they do it very fucking well and um, ooh, that was the first fuck and we're all like what 30 minutes in that's a new record we didn't get demonetized yet until now yeah um so um yeah this is this, this is kind of like the gravy on, on on sdx so it's fair to assume um that sdx aren't I'm sorry, but is there no official confirmation besides this? No. Still, oh, I thought there was actually. No, so no, we are still not to my relying knowledge. on. Uh, I, I did say that those two tweets. Interesting, interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. But doesn't STX also like quant tweets, and and doesn't Gilbert <clears throat> like? Oh yeah, yeah. They're 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 as embedded as uh, as two can be. But but yeah, no, nobody's kissing and telling right now. Not not really. They're they're texting all the time, and they're yeah. having they're having sleepovers. But it's a secret. Um. So so so, so that's a that's a little bit of gravy. Because this also came up. Let's see. Is it the right order? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> this is Daura, AG. And the tweet reads, this is a tweet of April 20th, 2022. Switzerland's at SDX Global, the world's first fully regulated FMI digital asset exchange and Daura AG, the leading Swiss equity tokenization platform, have announced a partnership aimed at enriching the exchange's digital issuers ecosystem. And then you see uh, an infograph, partnership announcement, Daura times SDX, uh, sixth digital exchange and Daura to partner on enhancing SDX digital equity securities offering. Um, okay, interesting. 
But if SDX already does the digital equity securities, what, what does Daura do? Well, Daura, uh, we did some, some reading in advance. They, um, let, let's read this. I am now on sdx.com news, Daura partnership. It reads, six digital exchange and Daura to partner on enhancing SDX digital equity security offering. The world's first fully regulated FMI equity platform announced a partnership aimed at enriching uh, the exchange's digital issuers ecosystem. As a result, companies on Daura will be able to issue digital equity securities seamlessly. I always get moist with this word seamlessly in SDX regulated central securities depository. This sentence alone is, um, is that, that makes me moist, not gonna lie. Um, in today's markets, companies can and do stay private far longer than ever before. I found this interesting as well. Using distributed ledger technology, DLT, and partnering with innovative fintech firms, hmm, SDX provides issuers with tools to support their funding journey from startup to maturity. Since 2018, by issuing their digital shares on Daura, in which Six was a strategic early investor, 55 Swiss companies have tokenized their shares and raised over 17 million uh, Swiss francs from a community of 3,900 registered users. This new partnership with SDX will enable Daura's SMEs to issue private bankable securities in SDX centralized depository and access secondary liquidity while managing their share registry and cap table via consolidated workflow. So why is this interesting? Because uh, Daura um, concerns themselves with private companies hmm. wanting to, um, to create equity or to sell equity. Um, example, <clears throat> a company I worked for, Backify, hmm. um, they had an offering on CoinMetro. They, they did a fundraise, so they decided... Uh, let's get our company valued at a specific value. Let's mosquito. Got it. <laughs> got it. I'm getting better. Um, so, 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 so they got they got a value initially. Uh, that was 10 million, and then they got a certain amount of shares, outstanding shares, and they decided to offer a, a portion of that equity to the public to raise funds. And since it is not same as Quant, a public company, but a private company um, that, that, that could make things a little bit more complicated or, or not, maybe. maybe. Maybe it can make it easier, but you want to do everything and, and it being above board. You also want to provide a platform. Well, Backify used CoinMetro and Ignium. Um, and, 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 and Daura does this in Switzerland. <clears throat> um, so they digitize equity and um and i do it with sdx and now obviously um that, that works both ways and since quant is partnered with six sdx this is kind of also a little bit uh, a quant partnership and i think that's because of this seamlessly regulated stuff going on i think this is being 
um, achieved with the help of Overledger. Yeah. Tim is nodding. Do you have something to add on this, Tim? Not really. Uh, it's just another partner, another company. Yeah. In, and in, 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 in all the verticals we have. And, and since nothing is concrete here, it's, it's all it's interesting to watch. Hmm. But it's also important to take into account that this is something we are probably affiliated in. Yeah, right? definitely. definitely. So, I can hear you still. Yeah, well, yeah, with things like this, and I'm, I'm not sure how this would work. Um, but it is interesting to, to, to kind of study those companies and look for the keywords um, that kind of activates us, right? When they, when they, when they use certain terms, yeah. certain Gilbertisms, yeah. that is where it gets juicy. And then you can, we, we, we might um, see the affiliation of, of, of Overledger in this company. Yeah, and, and, and we're, we're going to do that more often because what's going to happen is um, Quant uses the top-down principle. So they're going to grab the big boys, they're going to partner with those, um, and that's just going to be that. And and then there's not going to be much news anymore because if, if you bank SIA or, or Nexi or, or what whatnot, every bank that just joins Nexi is just another partnership, is more... Transactions, more liquidity. Uh, Lackchain, same story. We banked Lackchain. Yeah. If, if, <laughs> um, and with that, we, we can share the screenshot as well because I think that's new, right? I, uh, I mean, I'm not sure if it's new, but we just oh, became I, I, aware I, I, of I, I wasn't going there quite yet. Okay, now no, we'll but, keep it for later in the episode. Yeah, because where I wanted to go is that we are going to have to indulge ourselves more and more with the partnerships of partners. And I know no. this, this feels kind of arbitrary or, or looking for things to talk about, but um, exploring an ecosystem. Another example, Simba Chain came up with, with, with a new thing. They're going to tokenize the Air Force or something like that. I'm probably butchering this. Maybe you can try and look that up. Tokenize the Air Force. Yeah, there, there, there was some tweet of SimbaChain, which is using Quant Overledger in their practically everything. Ever since 2018, we did an, uh, a partnership episode on it as well. Um, yeah. But but they came out with, with some news today that they had a new partnership. And to many crypto folk, that will probably sound like, Meh. isn't that interesting? Or, or is that really interesting? And I think it is. I do think it is. And if you look at what I highlighted here, it reads, quote, this partnership with Dora represents some milestone shift in the way our industry functions. This approach builds on the relationship strength of an organization like Dora, where the digital securities are issued, and the separate trusted and regulated strengths of SDX as a digital market infrastructure. This is another major step in establishing and developing the future ecosystem for the issuance, custody, and transfer of securities in private markets. We plan many more such partnerships as we build out our ecosystem, says David Hatton, head of products at Six Digital Exchange. And this is what I mean. Um, ecosystems. Companies want to create ecosystems. They want 
um, to, they want to expand, they want to grow. And, and, and this is what Quant does. It connects ecosystems with ecosystems. Um, yeah. They're adding another building block to the digital asset ecosystem with SDX central custodian service. With SDX central custodian service and Dara's digital share register, a seamless end-to-end -end integration of SME and startup shares into the banking system will be possible. According to David Nunes, head of SDX, the expansion of our equity ecosystem aims at establishing a robust infrastructure that supports companies and their funding journey from an early stage to IPO. By combining DOTA capabilities with a regulated exchange and CSD environment, SDX will provide a safe and trustworthy venue for these assets, enabling institutional investors to securely invest in them. So these last two paragraphs, these are these are sauce to me uh, mm -hmm. on, on, on what this means and, 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 and the magnitude of it. And at first glance, it doesn't, doesn't seem much because we hear these buzzwords in crypto all the time, oh, everything is being tokenized, dude. And, and, and in this case, um, they are actually doing it. Um, yeah, you see some Tokenizer names. Ruby Prof. Yeah, you see some names under here. Users on the Dower platform manage their shareholdings in unlisted Swiss companies easily and free of charge and gain access to new investment opportunities. Dower is a joint venture of BDO, Berner Cantonal Bank, Six, Swisscom, Signum Bank, Luca Müller, MME, and Christian Wenger, Wenger and Vieli. I'm not going to look up all those names, um, no. but they you are. You can do it yourself. They are players, um, and I think that's cool. I really think that's cool. I think um, that 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 the ecosystems that Quant connects, um, celebrating and 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 retweeting and and just looking at at, at their achievements is kind of uh, vicariously um, celebrating quant in a way. Yeah. And also what I noticed uh, when you just shared, this is for our viewers and not our listeners, uh, but when you look at the webpage of uh, SDX, where, um, is it SDX or six? Yeah. It's the yeah. same. Yeah, it's the same thing. Uh, and, and, and Dara, where they announced the partnership, uh, that reads like a quant partnership to a, any random company all those corporates they always communicate exactly the same yeah. <laughs> i find it so fascinating it's just one kind of bubble where quant is in uh, it is completely different from everything else you see in crypto uh, ceos just humble bracking their achievements um and then yeah it's, it's it, it, it is interesting i think yes no, okay no, um uh, huh no, you were, you were going yeah. to say something. No, do do you want to continue on, on six or uh, can no. I? Uh... I, okay. I I do not want to continue on six. I, I have KBC Bank lined up, and I still have the Quant tweets lined up. But if you want to add something, please do. Yeah, well, I I, I did find the Gary Gansler uh, clip. Oh, uh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, Share. So, it. so yeah, okay. So let's first go wow. to Gary Gansler. Uh... Gary Gansler. Yeah, and, and he, um, uh, because I, I, I remember that video, it, it was somewhere from 2018, and I've seen it pass uh, left and right because people put snippets from it uh, yeah, uh, yeah. all over the internet. Um, let me look it up. I have it here. 
I think somewhere. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm just uh, clicking buttons at the moment. I think I can share this. Okay, so now you can see. And this is a video dating back from, can we see that? We cannot, yeah. but fall 2018, but it doesn't specifically show the dates. Interesting. Anyways, this is from late 2018. And Gary Gensler is giving a talk to a department from MIT. The, the YouTube channel is called MIT Open Courseware, and it has been viewed 6 million times, roughly. Now, he addresses the issue of, um, uh, well, the DLT and, and money. That, that's what the video is called. And he more specifically addresses the, uh, well, the, the issues that the, the, the financial sector is, is running across um nowadays and and how dlt might play a role in that and in the part that i we will listen to uh if the people in the Quamfu lounge are right because someone just uh, said well it's time stamped at around this point he will uh talk about interoperability shall we just listen to him for a bit you are you okay with that yeah sure Hit it. Yeah, I, i'm just starting randomly a bit before the timestamp so uh Interesting. Let's see what Gary uh, has to say. I'm, I'm optimistic, but there's still a bunch of performance and scalability issues. Privacy and security. Blockchains, by their nature, are public. So they're not fully censorship resistant, but there's a lot of innovation about making them more private. But then that makes the public sector a little uh, nervous. Interoperability, they don't necessarily work yet with other legacy systems or with each other. The internet, one of the great innovations of the internet, it became interoperable, that, that all of these different websites could kind of speak with each other. Governance is a very big issue we'll talk about. And one of the things about governance is it's hard to update the software of a blockchain. Because if you create a decentralized where no one's in control, no one can collect economic rents, you also don't have sort of somebody with the ability to necessarily update the, the software. And we'll talk later about how Bitcoin updates its software and what Bitcoin core developers are and so forth. But Facebook, you do know one thing, though they're, they're a company that collects a lot of profits and economic rents off of their 2 billion members, um, they know how to update their software. Um, it's, it's a governance issue that's a real life uh, a, a challenge. And that's why the financial sector says, I'm not sure this works, this is ready yet for me. And then thus, what are the commercial use cases and what are the public policy issues? So right now, the financial sector favors permission blockchains versus permissionless. This is going to be uh, uh, about four weeks from now. We'll kind of go through these two differences, but I want to just frame this briefly. Permission blockchains have a known group of people who actually participate. The half of you that said you've owned Bitcoin, you know it to be something where anybody can update the ledger. 
permission blockchains, uh, you can't do that, in essence. You pick the three or 20. The Australian Stock Exchange is updating their clearing and settling. Pauses for a bit. Uh, I want to see you again. But this is interesting what he says. Right? Some yeah, definitely. definitely. Uh, it, it, it is. It is. I'm really curious what you're going to say about this. Yeah. Uh, I was expecting him to uh, talk about interoperability. He, he just touched upon it. I, um, I, I do think the governance aspect is, 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 is very overlooked by, by, by crypto folk. And um, the example he gives here is Facebook. Facebook, they, they just push an update. And with that update, everybody get gifts. Everybody can use a, a GIF, uh, an animated picture, or whatever you want to call a GIF. Um, and if they want to take it away, they can just push an update, and it will happen. If you want to make Facebook more decentralized, you're going to have a big fucking problem, because then you're, you're going to require um, some sort of, 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 of governance model, some form of democracy to be run first um, to either accept or reject gifts. He gave the example for finance. So if you're going to decentralize, like you did with Bitcoin, and you want to make the Lightning Network, in this case, uh, accessible to everybody or whatever, and obviously the Lightning Network is a little bit more complex than that, I, I learned last week. Um, but but you're going to need permission. You're going to need a majority to push that. And if you can't get that, then shit's going to get forked or it's not going to happen at all. So if you're going to look at a company like Oracle or SIA or, 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 or God knows what, and you do not have a centralized entity in between, let's call them the treasury or Q&T, mm. that has the control to push updates through, um, they ain't going to have a problem. Example, a computer game I love to play, Rust. Mm. And there's other games li like that as well. There's like the centralized developers at FacePunch. Those guys, every uh, first Thursday of the month, um, th th now they do it twice a month, but they're going to push an update. And if you want to keep running the official uh, FacePunch servers, meaning mm. vanilla, and then you get achievements and all those things, then that Thursday, all those servers go down at 10, 10, 10 a.m., uh, sorry, 10 p.m. Uh, CET, because everybody needs to update. And the same goes for all the non-official servers that also run Oxide, which is like for plugins and cheats and stuff. Then they also, they all need to update uh, the, up, the update from Facepunch, which is being pushed. And then you're going to need to update Oxide as well. And everybody needs to do that. Some servers do not. But if you then update um, stuff on, on your end, then some servers won't work with you anymore if you use certain other things. So you're mm. going to get discrepancies in 
in, in what works or what not. And if you're going to get that in finance, and this is the point that I'm trying to make, um, you're going to have a problem because in Rust, you're simply not going to be able to, to build a specific wall or a specific trap, or you can't see a certain animal or whatever. But in finance, you're going to have a big fucking problem. If somebody uh, sleeps in and forgets to update, or even worse, there's a back door or there's another problem, and an update needs to get pushed ASAP because otherwise people's funds are compromised, um, you cannot wait for a fucking majority. You can't wait for, for democracy. You cannot wait for a vote. When, <laughs> when, when, when some dude in a basement with a hoodie is actually wreaking havoc on your infrastructure with a big smile on his face while his mom is screaming at him while he's banging on his keyboard full of crumbs of donuts and shit. Mandu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that, that's the problem, and 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 that's the governance issue that, that that Gary actually actually spoke about, and 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 that's one of the strengths of 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 quant that this decentralization is not in the governance. The decentralization is 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 in the data that's that that that's behind it, and in the decision making, and in all those things. Um, and it's 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 a key selling point. Same as the fiat. Token, um, absolutely positively, 100% needed, but the clients don't have to touch it. Key no. selling point. Key selling point. Yeah, but, yeah, they're, but... Not, they're not buying tokens. Why are they not buying tokens? If they know it works so well, why are they not buying tokens? Simple, because those tokens uh, are liability. Uh, 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 sorry, I want to go back a bit to what you said about governance and, and, yeah. and the reason where we can push updates so fast. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that really it works in our advantage. And then, then Genser uh, continues uh, about, well, the entire discussion about uh, public networks and, and permissions. Yeah. Um, and, and, and just, yeah, well, it's really the advantage that you say, well, we can push updates. If there is anything wrong with Overledger, uh, we can immediately issue an update. And sure, you could say for Bitcoin, it kind of works. And if, if the network can't really go down because everyone has a backup of the network somewhere hiding in their basement. <laughs> Sorry, I found it funny. Um, Anal probe in their mothers. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> they, they just plug in and upload it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm a professional thinker, so I'm seeing it. Hmm. Oh. Um, but that, that is really the, the big advantage for us. But I was actually hoping for Genser to, to talk about the issue of legacy systems and uh, that they kind of need to move forward. And that, that that is where you would touch on interoperability. But he mm -hmm. did say also one thing, and that is kind of... Actually, I should just watch the entire part and, 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 let, you, and let you guys listen to the snippets. Now doing it in typical coffee show fashion, you just do it <laughs> on the fly. On the fly, because I can't be uh, bothered to uh, watch the entire thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's true. Yes. Be completely honest with you. Um, I feel the same a lot of the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he does make a very valuable uh, argument still, also about, and that that is where it well kind of uh, pointed at interoperability and that, that is how uh, the internet came to be. If those websites couldn't communicate with each other, the internet would have never worked. Yes. Uh, it, it would have become 
yeah, well, just a protocol, I guess. That wouldn't have it, had mainstream no, it, adoption. It it, it 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 simply would have stopped existing, and and yeah, be, be, because there were separate internets, there it 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 was never gonna not become the internet. Because yeah. people always want to connect, they always want to connect, and it will always. It's the same with what happened with with with, with Facebook, Instagram. That there there would always be some sort of way. To, to share cross network, if that makes sense, because people always want that. People always want everything to be interoperable with everything. Fucking every Xbox game is now playable on just about any new. Oh, well. Let's say uh, let, let's move on. Do you have more Xbox? Yeah, I don't know. Do, do, Gaming. Do you, have, do, do, do you have more by Gary? We we can watch him for a bit. Sounds okay, like but it's going it's going to be play. interesting because I I I find it a little bit. Lectury. Then, uh, then we'll move on, I guess. Okay. Let, let's let, 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 let's move on. We'll get back to that if it's interesting. Uh, if, if we found something else, great. Let's see. Belgium Bank. Yeah. Yeah. I found this, and I found it interesting because there was a discussion in the in the Dutch group in the NLBA group. Did that hurt your ears? Group in the group. Um, about how hard it was for some community members to actually get their money from crypto exchanges into their bank accounts, let alone getting it into their filthy little claws. Um, because a lot of banks are just scared, and, and, and banks are scared because of a the regulation. <laughs> Now, they're scared because the regulators don't know fuck about fuck. And um, they assume that everything that, uh, that touches crypto is criminal. And the banks, as a result, well, technically nobody does this assumption, but everybody thinks that somebody else is thinking that they are thinking that it could potentially be uh, money laundering related to crypto uh, uh, or, or whatever. And that's a problem because when a bank gets flagged for being involved with some form of uh, money laundering or whatever, um, that, that's got, just going to trigger a cascade of misery. Um, example, I worked in a, in a store and I needed to check bills if there were counterfeit. If I would found, find a counterfeit bill and, and, and we would then... Um, I would accept that accidentally and I would then uh, put that money into the, the bank because every now and then you need to uh, deposit. If, if, if a counterfeit bill is found, the, the shitstorm that ensues from that um, will, will, will simply shut down your entire operation for the duration of it. Um, and that costs a lot of money. So whenever um, crypto comes up, in, in Belgium, at least that, that we know, uh, banks are scared and, and, and problems um, begin because banks will simply refuse the money, in many cases, um, getting sent from Coinbase to your account. You cannot even ex uh, receive it in your account because Coinbase is, is like throwing it your way and then your bank is just shutting the door and taping off the mailbox. And the money simply cannot get in. Um, 
So that was the story that that that, that person told us, and um, that person told that problem occurred uh, at, at many many banks in Belgium, and then this article came up um, and it reads. Belgium's at KBC Group Bank has unveiled its blockchain-based Kate coin using blockchain for programmable money. And I was like, wait, 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 what? So I opened the article and it reads, Today, KBC Bank unveiled the Kate coin, a blockchain-based e-money offering that can only be used via the KBC mobile app. Its first large-scale test with 8,000 KBC employees takes place this weekend this article is from seven hours ago interesting um the bank was keen to distance itself from stable coins given the closed loop nature of kate coin initially the coin can only be used to pay for kbc banking and insurance services but it plans to partner with some of its enterprise customers and others to use it in the kbc mobile ecosystem KBC said it is preparing for the future with its new offering, citing the new world of Web3 and NFTs. The in-house developed system has programmable money features. That means it's possible to use code to control the money's functionality, such as what it can be used to pay for during a specific time period. During this weekend's trial, employees participating in the festival can use it to pay for snacks and drinks. More generally, the functionality is initially restricted, so the coin is not transferable between KBC customers, nor can it be exchanged for euros, even though it is backed one for one in a segregated account. Instead, users will receive the coins for loyalty as rewards. For example, if someone purchases a particular product, invests in a socially responsible fund, or takes out a loan for an electric bike, which is considered a sustainable activity. The customer, uh, sorry, quote, the customers who want to use the Kate coin don't have to do anything. They automatically receive the Kate coins in their Kate coin wallet in KBC Mobile and Kate, digital assistant, keeps them personally informed when they receive Kate coins, how long they can be used, etc. Said Eric Lutz, Chief Innovation Office, KBC Group. The solution uses the enterprise blockchain hyperledger Fabric which plans to host some of the nodes outside of KBC. With the fabric channels and private data collections, we can keep confidentially and comply with GDPR, said Dirk Hermans, Innovation Manager, Blockchain Lead at KBC via email. Meanwhile, KBC has quite a bit of blockchain history, including as an instigator of WeTrade, the trade finance platform backed by a dozen banks and IBM, started insolvency procedures last week. It's also involved in another digital payment solution, Finality, owned by 15 major banks and the NASDAQ. In October, Finality is launching a platform that enables interbank payments backed by central bank money, starting with pound sterling. Um, yeah. This is, um, the, the first bit is, is interesting. Then the middle bit is a little bit, yeah, okay, that's cool. Uh, sounds like the social credit system. I beat you to it. I knew you were going to type something in the comment about it. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Just don't. Um, sorry for that. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's always those people. But in the end, ladies and gentlemen, interesting. KBC instigator of WeTrade. WeTrade is also um, with the quant things. 
And yeah. the finality is most likely also with Quantings. Because is finality a partner? What or... you see here is a quote from Gilbert Verdian. We speak to finality a lot. They are a settlement technology. We can interoperate finality with all blockchains. That was in no. Telegram. You can find it in main. Link in the description. Um, so, yeah, finality is uh, at least on Gilbert's radar. And knowing Gilbert's uh, track record, he most likely at least kind of banked them in some way, shape or form. Not really evidence, I believe, but it's uh, it's interesting. Hyperledger Fabric and Hyperledger, Hyperledger, what's the other one? Or was that Hyperledger Fabric? They the also use Quant, or at least we're partnered with, or they're using Quant for Interop. Um, so Bank, Belgium, um, token, uh, tokenizing things also. Um, talking about web three nfts there's there's more going on and and every even even a, a country as strict as as belgium uh, my examples prior to this um, the <laughs> are um are warming up and 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 they're getting on board um this is interesting i think what is your opinion uh, tim uh actually i i didn't kind of slept on the entire article I mean, it's nice that a Belgian bank issues some kind of coin uh, but then I read the part about finality I was like wait a second that's us <laughs> yeah yeah. and, uh, and, and then I found it especially interesting that they said well finality is launching something in October Yeah. can we have a brief look on it this is a finality test synthetic CBDCs this is from February 9th with NetWest Santander ahead of October launch. And then we see a logo here, which ING, KBC, Credit Suisse, Commerce Bank, CIBC, BNY Mellon, Barclays, UBS, State Street, SMBC, Santander, NASDAQ, MUFG, Mitsuo, and Lloyds Bank. Yeah. Um, ahead of I missed launch- this back in uh, February. So let's talk about it. Ahead of its launch in October, Finality, the blockchain payment system owned by 15 financial institutions, executed a trial payment to settle a security issuance. NetWest acted as dealer and issuer for the pilot transaction and Santander invested in the digital assets. This proof of concept involved two separate blockchain networks, the Finality ecosystem testnet for payments and the public Ethereum blockchain on which the digital security was issued both networks are ethereum based um this is uh you, you want me to do the entire thing uh how long is the article because if it's a long not, 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 not super very long no let's go right. for it okay uh the debt was issued using nivaura's automated workflow solution at hara which has Worked with Finality since early 2020, helped develop the Finality ecosystem testnet. The key feature is that it's backed by money held in the central bank account, making the settlement token a synthetic CBDC. However, the company prefers to position itself as a payment system. 
Last year, the Bank of England unveiled a new omnibus central bank account, which commingles funds provided by multiple regulated banks. This is precisely the sort of account finality needed to execute its plan for interbank blockchain-based systems. Quote, the finality ecosystem testnet finally allows us to proudly introduce our structure for DLT-based payments and settlements ahead of live operations, end quote, says Romayos Ram, Finality CEO. This early phase of testing under specific use cases for Santander and NatWest promotes the exploration of multiple system benefits, allowing those within the Finality Consortium and those who stand to gain outside it to examine how the technology will work to deliver speed, cost, and risk benefits while also defining workflows for the future. I find this really interesting. So because they state those within the consortium and those stand to gain outside it. Um, We spoke about once in one of the first episodes about, about uh, now about how the interoperability works, and I asked um, if 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 I speak uh, with you and mm-hmm. and I use Overledger for my interoperability, do you also need Overledger for interoperability? I don't think so. I think. I think that's the beauty of Overledger is that even if you are on Apple Mm. and you do not run Overledger, I can still use my Microsoft and talk to you because um, Overledger makes it your language when 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 it leaves my gateway, if that makes sense. What? Overledger makes it my language. Yeah. Yeah, but so but that means that I do not think that both ends need to use Overledger per se. See, we had the Hmm. same discussion back then and 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 then the same happened. Um I okay. Um, language interoperability. Um, so, what would that mean? Yeah. Like, uh, to make it a bit more concrete, would that be like when you are using like a Word document or a PowerPoint or whatever that you can only you can put it on only reads, right? And then only reads or an edit version, so that if I want to uh, kind of communicate with you and i'm not using overledger and you are that i can kind of work together with you but when i actually want to do stuff i need overledger for it is that what you're trying to say or is it different because you lost me here i'm saying that no matter what you throw my way i can read and write and understand because i have overledger and 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 whatever you need i can provide for you because i have overledger even if you do not have that yeah, okay, but if I want to do stuff, I need Overledger, right? Well, no, why? I'm I'm simply presenting stuff in your language, in your in your format. So um it's like how we are using right now. I have this image in my head and I want to explain you something, and I'm using all these metaphors to make you understand. 
Yeah. Eventually, when yeah. you understand, you understand that you can do whatever the fuck you want with yeah, the but, information. But, but then still, you need you need you need overlapper entry points at, at at some points, right? I mean, what I do understand is that not everyone in the world is going to use yeah overlapper literally. Because you you will be using a uh, a service which is connected to Overledger. Okay, let let's put it the other way. If you are the dumbest ass legacy system around, yeah, and I am the latest blockchain. Mm-hmm. If my latest blockchain uses Overledger for interoperability, your system can't even hold Overledger mm-hmm. because it simply wouldn't work but we can communicate and we can exchange information and we can be interoperable but you have not overledger yeah yeah that's true okay that's kind of my thinking and 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 that's what i think i see here so allowing those within the consortium so promotes extrapolation of multiple system benefits Promotes extrapolation of multiple system benefits, allowing those within the Fanatic Consortium and those who stand to gain outside it to examine how the technology will work to deliver speed, cost. Maybe I'm just misinterpreting this. Could be a language thing. Um, But but Um, to me, this is what I just tried to explain. I'm not sure. Bigger uh-huh. brains than us, look at this article, let me know. So let's move on. This particular test use case demonstrates the ability to settle securities transactions on the same day, time zero versus the usual time plus two. So usually it takes two days. Reducing counterparty risks. We've previously noted how this sort of solution could enable other applications such as intraday FX swaps, plus it could support intraday liquidity, savings, and end-to-end repurchase agreements providing provided there is pre-funding it means transactions can potentially be settled outside the operating hours of the uk's real-time gross settlement system finality the distributed financial markets infrastructure dfmi was first conceived in 2016 as a utility settlement coin by ubs and clearmatics Longer term, it plans to support multiple currencies in addition to the British pound, such as the euro, US dollar, and yen. However, given its uses, central bank accounts, yeah, sorry, however, given it uses central bank accounts, it needs the green light from each central bank. A testimony before the House of Lords, Sir John, the Deputy Governor, recently noted there was no need for a wholesale central bank digital currency because private sector solutions such as this one can offer synthetic CBDCs. Notably, Santander is one of the Fanatity's investors, but NetWest is not. Fanatity raised 63 million from 14 backers in mid-2019, with Mitsuho joining later. The current investors are Bank of Santander, Bank of New York, Barclays, CIBC, Commerce Bank, Credit Suisse. These are all the ones we just named. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so this was that article. Um, yeah, I, I, I do not have much more to say about this except for that these consortiums and these settlement things. Um, th- this is, again, an ecosystem like, like SIX, like SDX. And um, to me, it is, and obviously because I have a quant mind, um, it, it seems very, very unlikely 
that all these banks, which are many, many in different countries, with many different infrastructures, um, can all interoperate um, without, without quant. I, I simply don't see um, they them all using XRP, for example. No, um, but I think the point of the uh, the the how do you say that the, the synthetic CBDC in this case, mm. just like the Latin American dollar would, would be kind of to. I mean, it's kind of. Now I'm thinking of it. This kind of sounds. I'm kind of toast for the technical discussion, guys. I'm sorry for that. I'm also not smart enough, but this kind of sounds. In my mind, at least, I'm not sure if I'm making sense. I don't know what we're hearing with blockchain. Right? Because, right? Blockchain with the yeah. Latin American dollar. I'm, I'm looking right? at a brand. So you have all these banks um, trying to. Uh, well, Got a bank, all the fucking banks. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Scott. Um, so, just let me think. I've had a. Again? Yeah, well, I'm just my mind. I'm just thinking, right? My, mm. I'm slow. Mm. Uh, up here. Um, more so, more so than usual. Yeah. <laughs> usually, I'm just putting out words yeah. in logical order. But we're going to blockchain. Um, but what I'm trying to say, the point I'm trying to make is, you, you have all these banks in, in in different countries, right? Santander is somewhere else in uh, ING, and 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 and, and Lloyd's Bank is somewhere else than Mitsuo, which sounds Japanese. So you have all these banks working in a consortium, meaning to cooperate. And um, the same thing is what we're seeing with blockchain, where uh, Gilbert confirmed last July or June, um, last year, uh, that they're building the Latin American dollar. It sounds the same to me. So here they are launching a synthetic CBDC, and in the other case, they are launching a CBDC. Interesting. Let's move to uh, blockchain, because it sounds similar. We found something on a website about blockchain and the International Development Bank Lab. The IDB Group, International Development Bank, is the leading source of development finance the IDB Group is the leading source of development finance for Latin America and the Caribbean. It helps to improve lives, providing financial solutions and development expertise to the public and private sector clients. The group comprises the IDB, which has worked with governments for more than 60 years. IDB Invest, which serves the private sector, and IDB Lab, which tests innovative ways to enable more inclusive growth. Lackchain is a global alliance made up of 41 allies from the blockchain environment, led by the Innovation Laboratory of the Inter-American Development Bank Group with the purpose of accelerating development of the blockchain ecosystem in the Latin American and Caribbean region. That was a sentence with the length of a paragraph. The Alliance is already supporting public-private partnerships and blockchain-based solutions in a total of 12 countries. And here's the kicker. We already host 26 projects on the Lackchain blockchain, 89 nodes, 45 running nodes, and more than 20 million blocks. 
And that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool because we knew black uh, chain was up. We didn't have any data yet. Um, we know the Latin American CBDC uh, is going to come next year. Um, but but this, this is the first um, recent kind of update we had. And I know dashboards. Dashboards. Yeah, no, it, it, it just pops into my head. There, there, there is already a lag chain dashboard. 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 There is already a lag chain dashboard. But where is the dashboard? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm getting pretty annoyed by that. Whenever I read the word dashboard on uh, on Telegram, that's how it sounds in my mind. You always see the same people saying it. And they ah, always... here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Hmm? The dashboard. So, test environment. Lection has been offering test net networks since the beginning of 2019. Currently, the main network uses Hyperledger BSO technology and is preparing for the launch of an EOS technology-based network. Our networks do not have a transactional cost requiring identification of all participants, establish responsibility of each node and operation in the entity that administers it, are scalable in terms of transactions per second, are highly decentralized, robust, transparent, and open, allowing for the deployment of private channels that work as side chains, have a clear government's model, and allow for the deployment of nodes in any infrastructure in a simple manner. What are you waiting for to deploy a node in our lag chain piece of network? Join a network where tens of entities are already deploying their applications and use cases in Latin America and the Caribbean. So what you see here is the network status. You see a total nodes. This is testnet. 114 nodes, 77 organizations, 301 blocks. And the latest block was block 40,599,195. Average block time interval is 2.004. Um, this is an interesting. Uh, ooh, quants here, blockchain entities, quant on the, on the website. Um, go to the live panel, the dashboard presents metrics, blockchain network based on hyperledger Piju. So th this, this is testnet. This is not the, 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 the real thing. So it's interesting to see on the website, at least, of Quant that there are also transactions on the live network. Um, here on the bottom, you can see all the partners that are also engaging with this. Um, let's move to the Euro, because the, the lag chain was a nice little snippet in between. Um, Circle. Circle are um, putting in work. Circle are putting in work because they are uh, going to create a euro. So USDC issuer at CirclePay is launching a euro-backed stablecoin from the US at the end of June. The euro coin is set to be backed by euro-denominated reserves held by financial institutions regulated in the US at Iam Sandali reports. Um, then when we click on this, 
Oh, that was accidentally the dying nobody link. No jokes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this is, the, this is the CoinDesk page. Um, there's a lot of text here. But uh, first paragraph, Circle Internet Financial, the issuer of the USDC dollar packed stablecoin, is set to introduce a new token by the end of the month. This one is backed by the single European currency. The Eurocoin, Euroc, E U R O C, will be fully backed by euro denominated reserves held in the custody of financial institutions that fall quote, within the U.S. regulatory perimeter, end quote, the company announced Thursday. On such institutions, one such institutions will be San Diego-based Silvergate Bank, the company said. So, um, and they're talking about Tether. And there, there, there were some exchanges already named. Yeah, I think Binance was on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let, let's oh. see, where, where was that? Where was that? Where was that? I uh, did see it. Yeah, uh, let, let, let's go to this thread from the Digital Pound Foundation. That's also mm. obviously where our boy Gil was at. Uh, breaking Circle announced <laughs> a footer reserved euro backed stablecoin, Euroc. A thread new euro stablecoin announced today. Tweet one Circle Internet Financial, a global internet finance, finance firm and issuer of the USDC, today announced preparing to issue footer reserved Europact stablecoin from the United States called Euroc, available June 30th. Eurocoin is a regulated Europact stablecoin issued under the same full reserve model and built on the same pillars of trust, transparency, and security that have made USDC one of the mo world's most trusted digital currencies. Eurocoin is Circle's second digital currency built to the same regulatory standards and principles of transparency, accountability, and trust as USDC, a leading dollar digital currency with over 54 billion in circulation as of June 15, 2022. Together, Eurocoin and USDC aim to bring faster, inexpensive transactions to global commerce and unlock new opportunities for multi-currency digital finance and on-chain foreign exchange, where daily volume in traditional markets can top 6.6 .6 trillion globally. 6.6 .6 trillion dollars global volume in traditional markets daily. 6.6 yeah. .6 trillion Bitcoin, 50 million on a good day. Bitcoin. I remember uh, the, when we um, got the news about SoftBank, I think, in Japan. Um, is it SoftBank? I think so. And then they were discussing the the total value of, of, of forex that's being traded daily, how huge it is. Yeah. It's on a radar, and we are uh, it's one of our key markets. Yeah. Imagine even like one percent of that going through overledge daily. Yeah. Oh, there's got to be more than a couple of percent going through over that. You trust me. Let's see. Eurocoin will initially launch on the Ethereum blockchain starting on June 30th with support for additional blockchains expected later this year, which is really interesting because in our last episode, we talked about USDC potentially being an MLT, a multi-ledger token, um, since we are yeah, kind of sure that the MLT patent has been filed by Quant. Um, and, 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 and Coinbase, we are pretty sure being a partner with us 
And with Coinbase, we mean circle because of what Gilbert said. So USDC being MLT, making UROC potentially also being MLT, meaning mucho percentos for uh, overledger. Mm -hmm. Reading between the lines, of course. Um, so as an Ethereum ERC-20 standard token, Eurocoin will work broadly with ERC-20 compatible wallets, protocols, and other blockchain services. A number of ecosystem leaders will support Eurocoin at launch, including Anchorage Digital, Binance US, Bitstamp, Compound, Curve, Cybavo, DFX, Fireblocks, FTX, Huobi Global, Ledger, MetaMask Institutional, and Uniswap Protocol. I already um, sent Oliver a message. Where Coin Metro at? Because I will definitely get my stables in Europe and not in fucking dollars, burger tokens. Mountain Dew. <laughs> Eurocoin will be available to institutional customers via a free circle account starting June 30th, 2022. Developers can begin integrating with Eurocoin smart contract today. Ahead of launch. To learn more, visit circle.com. So this is uh, this is pretty cool. I am it is. I am excited. I despise the dollar. I despise that it's the world reserve currency. I think um, that, 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 that there should be coming an IMF coin or something like that. That's like, and I said this before, that's like the, the, a, a new coin, which CBDCs can easily do, um, make it the average of the, the yen, yuan, euro, and dollar, and a pound. Let's, let's pull that island in as well. Um, and, and just average all that out and make one coin um, and, and use that as the global reserve. Yeah. So we can trade with that. That, that, that gives nobody all the power. All the power. So the power is distributed. And <laughs> so and you will it, eat the bugs. Yes. No, but, but th th that will distribute power and that will um, kind of keep everybody honest, but it, it will also not burden a specific country because, um, and I, I do not, not quite have to formulate that, but the US is also burdened by being the global reserve because there's always a push and pull. And that means that whenever their, their, their export is attractive to us, then um, it is really, um, that means that the dollar is weak. And that means that importing for them is really expensive. So, so, so that also makes stuff a lot more complicated. And especially since the, the US has hundreds of trillions of, of debt right now, um, as soon as the dollar tumbles compared to any other currency, um, their their import uh, struggles. Then they have problems, yeah. and so so they are also incentivized to keep the dollar strong, so that other countries are are weak against it, and that just makes everything in my eyes more corrupt. And that's as far as I want to go on macro because I don't know fuck about fuck. Um, I think most economists don't really know. I mean, it's so complex. Everyone has a stake in it. Mm. Back to QT. This is too complex. Mm. Definitely. <laughs> I, um, I, I, ended, I, I remember I ended up being in a discussion between two guys who are in, in, in Threadfy, actually, when I was a student. 
and uh, I'm, I definitely don't have a background in finance. Uh, but those guys, they, 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 my my well, my friends, they they, they, they do. And they were just discussing the, the, the option of going for one uh, global currency. He said, well, one of them said, and the other one disagreed, but he said, boy, well, it, it, it would be possible in theory to just all have one currency. At the end of the day, it's just money and, and, and the system will still function. Yeah. Um, will be yeah. difficult to implement, but it's, it's not unlikely. I yeah, think the, it will be Bitcoin though, the, or XRP. <laughs> Yeah, the issues arise yeah. when you need to, and we talked about this with the lag chain dollar, the Latin American dollar. How are you going to have a fully backed um, coin, global? Bitcoin. When not every economy has equal strength or can even um, keep up, if you know, if, if, if you know what I mean. So, 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 how can you trade? I mean, you're still gonna need the local currencies because if if, if you you can only divide a, a coin up or or, or or a currency up so many times. If you need to buy um, something for for one euro um, in some parts of the world, you can only buy 100 of those things. Because they won't have changed for one euro, mm-hmm. so so that's where problems begin, and that's also why CBDCs or or whatever or those kinds of things will will will, will mostly run. In blah, blah. Let's let us let us move on. So yeah. what we see, I, here, I think it will be Bitcoin though. The global yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> or UST. I think US Terra. That that seems to be a very mm. stable. Uh... <laughs> I do hear I, I do hear good things about Tron. Now, I'm taking the piss. Quant has been tweeting today. Yes. Quote, we may be having a crypto winter, but we're definitely going to have a blockchain summer, says JP Morgan's Sushila Raja. Next tweet. They were all in, in, in sequence. Blockchain, uh, sorry, quote, blockchain is an elegant solution to many problems, end quote, says Lawrence Wintermeyer. Chair at Global Digital Fi. Quote, it will help improve capital markets, everything from brokerage to settlement, end quote. Hashtag FT Future Finance, hashtag blockchain, hashtag capital markets. Quote, in 2020, I could not say the word tokenization. I would have been laughed at. End quote, says ADDXCO CEO Oi Yi Chu. Quote, Today, banks like JP Morgan, everyone is experimenting with blockchain. But the question is, how do we create interoperability? Question mark, end quote. Hashtag after future finance, hashtag blockchain. Next tweet, uh, quote, there are many more human touch points with crypto than with CBDC, end quote. Says OKX's um, at PJ Illion 2. Perhaps that's why crypto has been adopted faster, end quote. Hashtag FT Future Finance, hashtag CBDC, hashtag CBDCs. So this is all from the Financial Times, Future Finance. Um, I think it is from their event. Um, Not sure. It's uh, a little bit um, unclear to us. 
But yeah. it is interesting that they decided to tweet this. And it's interesting that they decided to tweet it in quick succession. I see JP Morgan twice. Um, I, yeah, well, if it quacks like a duck, JP Morgan coin is a duck. Uh, mm -hmm. Tim, anything mm -hmm. to say on this? Uh, not really. Uh, I'm not sure where this event was, where they took it from. Um, yeah. they... Because I'm completely out of the loop in, in terms of... Uh, yeah, uh, there, there, there was another tweet. What's David. going on recently? Here, as LDN Tech Week draws to a close, we salute our fellow UK tech startups and scale-ups that share our belief in innovation and ambition. That was yesterday. Yeah, there's LTW. more. Hmm? There's more. There's a link. There's a hyperlink. Yeah, you I can noticed. click this one. I think we won't get. Uh... What? There, there's a hyperlink, but I think we can click it with quant. Oh. You never know. I mean, Gilly V might be out for your okay. uh, quanties. Fucking savage. To elect the power of blockchain for everyone by delivering interoperable ecosystem and real world solutions that simply work. Lowering costs, enabling new businesses, and mitigating risk. Ready to take your first steps into the future. Our vision. We're working towards an empowered interconnected world. Well, this is just a quant website. So you can uh, you can dive in if you want. Um, I want to address one more thing. And that sure. has to do with prices. Because, let's see. Coin market cap. Bitcoin is almost 21k dollars again. <laughs> um, Ethereum was below 1k even yesterday, I believe. Let's see where our precious quant can be found. It's probably somewhere position 80. I like your uh, your German uh, alter ego, actually. Should keep it. I like it more I, than your French one. You also have the Scottish one. You have a lot of. Uh... Yeah. I love my accents. I actually considered once a bit to go the, the voice acting way because I love doing these these things, but it's uh, I'm scared. I don't I don't dare to to audit and stuff. Never mind. This is your safe space on the internet. Go for it. Yeah, exactly. The safe space on the internet. Nobody's watching. It's all good. No. So, so what we see here is 45 euros for Q and T, and uh, I cannot see anything though. I'm just looking at myself. Yeah, that's that's the problem, Tim. No, thank you. So we have 45 dollars and 45 euros. Something oh, dollars. Eight dollars. Is the dollar and the euro Something the same? Spacey. What? Hmm? Is the dollar and the euro the same right now? No, no, it's not. It's not. Really? It's just a, a glitch on the... No, no, it's not. Barely? It's just a Barely? Yeah, it's a glitch. It's, it, yeah, 95 yeah. cents. Dude. Yeah. Uh, this is a glitch. Okay. Anyway. 45 euros, 45 dollars. The all time high of quant was 428. 
393 on this. So let's make it 400. There were lots of people going conga line. Oh, quantity so expensive. When dip. Oh, yeah. No, no, it's way too expensive for me right now. Um, well, um, we're, we're now down like 90%. So this is your chance. And I am really curious how many of the um, people that were actually uh, crying back then are also crying right now. Because you shouldn't be crying right now. You should be fucking celebrating. You should be buying Q&T. I'm not saying you have to buy Q&T, but if you were planning on buying Q&T, this should be the prices you should be buying at, I think. You can wait until it's 15. But to all the crybabies that wanted a better entry, this is it. I think. Could go lower. Maybe not. I don't know. Not financial advice. Um, but potentially you're either are too greedy and you're waiting for your bids to get filled at 30. Maybe you're going to succeed. Maybe you're not. I don't know. Or you're just scared and you think it's going to go to zero. You're not buying now. And then you're not going to buy at 100 because you think it's going to go down again. And then you're still not buying when it's going to go to 200. And eventually it'll be a 200 market cap, 200 billion. And you'll still be crying that it's too expensive. Don't you think, Tim? I think so. I mean, yeah. if you look at it through the emotional perspective, yeah. when you trade using your stomach, which is actually a great trading strategy for me uh, because of all <laughs> yeah but you will never kind of make an entry no. at some point you have to take a leap of faith i think are you buying or are you crying and you can yeah. also be buying and crying at the same time um but i mean you do you but yeah it's a look look, look at this graph the, the 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 falling knife excuse, I, eh, maybe it still goes. Not so sure. We're we're lower than where we were a year ago. Um, huh. Coming months going to be pretty interesting in my book. Um, I added um, another couple of uh, tenths of a percent to my uh, to my wallet again, so I'm now like ninety nine point six percent QNT instead of ninety nine point. God knows what it was. Um, but yeah. The thing is, I mean, while the stock market is doing all kind of crazy stuff and the macroeconomy is terrible, the technology advances week yeah. by week by week. That That is the fundamental difference. We trust the technology. We are in it for the tech. We are in it for the technology. Yeah. Buy or cry. Yeah. Or not. Um, but 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 don't come. <laughs> there was a guy. There's always a guy. When when quant quant got pumped back to about fifty dollars again. Oh, my bids didn't get filled at thirty nine point two. Like, dude, why don't you fucking just market buy on forty? Who cares? At <laughs> If, if 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 you want the coins and you have the faith and you know where it's going, I mean, I can understand kind of if you're trading um, and you want you want to get the best price possible, so you can then sell it later on again. 
like a trader, mm -hmm. <laughs> then you want every cent to count. But yeah, missing the boats also shit. Oh well, um, I am I am done. I am done too. I think Bitcoin is done for as well. I see it dipping again. Oh really? Yeah. Oh really? Then, is it going down? Oh, it's not a five percent down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sucks, it's painful, and um, in hindsight, things were obvious, uh, but I'm also not taking the gamble. Yeah, look at that chart, isn't this amazing? I'm, I'm sharing. Look at that inflation hedge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have that meme. Is this an uh, inflation hedge? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to look it up. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. Hold on. Oh, this, this one is also fun. Let me, let me undock this. Rich fine off. Well, well, we all said you'd be rich fine off. Said you'd be rich fine off. Well, well, we all we would be. Was that music? Yeah. Yeah, that was still running in the background. Said you'd be rich by now. Well, well, we hoped we would be. And if we'd have picked the right fucking arse, we wouldn't have sold the QNT. <laughs> Sorry. Motherfucker. Oh, God. You, you know this one, right, Tim? Hmm? You, you know this one, right? I do. I was just listening through your music while hearing Scott. Uh, rip headphone users. What, what, what was I listening? Black Sales Main TV Team, Twilight Trio. I think my, people my, my daughter are and I listening to the, music. Yeah, go people on. didn't expect that. Well, if you're still here, uh, respect. And... <laughs> here, this is it. This is it. Hold on. We're getting demonetized again. Yeah, definitely. This is Kate in our group. She sends gifts of people with their uh, with their asses. That's what uh, Kate's all about. We are mooning. Yeah. This is uh, this is lovely. It uh, it is a uh, uh, yeah kind of like a cartoon. Four pictures. Top left, inflation is a man holding a knife, and the hostage um, with the knife to his throat uh, is is me. You see an old man calling, Bitcoin, help! Bitcoin comes running up, holding a gun, walks up to me while I have a knife on my throat, and then shoots me in the head. And I laughed at this really hard. <laughs> Let's make this the thumbnail. <laughs> oh, this is uh, this is priceless. Anyway, this is. Uh, I saw. Yeah, I saw. Um, I'm done. Uh, I'm let's. Uh, I'm. Uh, I want to thank everybody for watching and listening. Um, if you made it all the way to here, um, you are. Um, you are a deity to us. We appreciate this.
very, very, very much. And um, highly encourage to leave a thumbs up or a thumbs down, depending on uh, what your opinion is of this show. Um, make sure to make a suggestion. Let us know uh, where we fucked up, um, what we did well, how we can become better. If you have suggestions for guests, um, maybe you know a designer. Maybe you know a designer, somebody who likes to help us out. Um, present the Quamfi show, maybe on the socials and the Instagrams, maybe some merch or stuff like that. Um, maybe reach out. Let's see um, if uh, if we can do something together. Uh, our designer quit, so we we can uh, we 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 are looking for somebody who wants to help us out. Um, besides that, really appreciate you watching. Tim, anything to add? Nothing really. Uh, we'll see you next week. There will be another comfy show in a week. And uh... ooh, I had contact with a guest that was pretty recently here, and there could potentially, in the not too distant future, be make a reappearance. Uh, yes, but it's also going to be a little bit of a different discussion. It's going to be with two guests, potentially. More. So uh, that would be interesting. We'll see how that goes. Um, if you want to be on the show, let us know. And uh, for now, stay go buy the Q&T and uh, stay comfy. No. Stay comfy. <laughs>